Welcome to Kaiba Health and Life. I'm your host, Kristen Wolisinovich, here with my beautiful co-host, Lisa Metropolis. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Doing very well. Exciting day. You know, um, we have Moses West, retired Army officer in the Kaiba Health and Life studio. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? Hi, Moses. How are you? Very good. And you? We're doing really wonderful now because we, Lisa, are in the presence of greatness. Moses, tell us a little bit. You're here in the city, in the state of Michigan, city of Flint. Um, I know you were doing quite a bit of traveling lately. You actually travel the country talking about AWG, Atmospheric Water Generation, and this incredible technology. Tell us a little bit about AWG. What atmospheric water generation is, is we have three sources of water that exist on the earth. It comes in three forms. Okay. It comes in a liquid, it comes in a solid, and it comes in a gas. And with the advancement of any type of technology, uh, we've advanced the technology now where we can remove water from the atmosphere in industrial quantities cheaper than we can pull it out of the ground. So basically, instead of drilling a pipe into the ground and uh, pulling water up, you can actually build a building and pull that water right out of the air. Wow. Cleaner than out of the ground. That's fascinating. That's, that, that's kind of, when it's said that way, it's, mm-hmm. it's mind-blowing, really. I mean, it's there. It's always been there. Right. But it's mind-blowing to have that technology, and that's you go um, nationally and internationally around uh, doing this. Uh, technology, giving communities this technology, providing communities with this technology. And now you're here in Flint uh, talking to residents and community members, because this is really a very community-based project, correct? Uh, Yes, it is. But uh, there's there's been some things, uh, some innovations with the technology uh, that I've made over the past, over the past year where it was confined to the limits of a box, uh, maybe a 20-foot ISO or 40-foot or 53-foot ISO container. And it was limited by the size of the the system that you could build. And what I did was I had to figure out a way, because I build these units for the United States military, a way that was more rugged. And in the process of developing that, I I found the path forward to expand the system and right now in the state of Texas, what we're trying to calculate out is how big is the biggest system that we can build. Wow. Hmm. Well, that's my question. How long has this technology been in existence? It's been, it's been around probably for 30 years. Um, I think uh, the first ones were built by the Russians to remove moisture from missile silos Mm -hmm. and then that technology was taken by other people and they said okay there's use for it to uh to produce water but the main problem that we've always had was the energy consumption was just so high that it did not make it feasible and what i've done is i've i found every way possible to reduce that energy and so right now i make the most energy efficient units in the world and i've under just normal conditions, building the system as it is, I've reduced it in the past year, a seven-fold reduction in energy consumption. Incredible. Wow. I, Let me just touch you. Right. I, I, that's, it, again, mind-blowing. You know, it, it's it's incredible technology. I'm just, I, I don't, 
Well, it's hard for us to wrap our brain around such right. an incredible mind. And, and you are here in the city of Flint because you're talking, like Lisa said, you're talking to the community, right. a community that's been through a water crisis that's healing. And this could be innovation and technology that really can change and save lives. And I know you're coming in, you're just doing an introduction and really working more with um, administration and legislation and and politicians from Texas, correct? That's where you hail from. That's right. The, uh, the Republican Party in Texas and the Democratic Party in Texas, uh, we, we get along quite well. Wow. A bipartisan friendship. Oh. And you're sitting next in to Texas. Lisa in Texas. <laughs> Very it's, impressive. Yeah, that's well, great. We, uh, we work together. We work together. And, it's you know, amazing. People say a lot of bad things about Texas, but I tell you what, uh, I work with the uh, Texas Agricultural Commission, uh, Texas A&M, the United States military out there. And that the the support that we get for the, for what I do is just absolutely incredible. Incredible, that's amazing. And you are retired Army officer. How long were you in the military? I was in uh, eleven years. And uh, what happened was I was injured in the war. Spent nine months in the hospital. Recovered. Learned how to walk again. Mm-hmm. Escaped wow. from the hospital. And then uh, they retired me. <laughs> well, you know, thank you for serving our country. And thank now you, so much. you are serving our globe in a capacity that is just really overwhelming. Have you always been passionate about innovation itself or what drew you to this particular project? Well, definitely. Uh, I started out as a, in the military as a ranger and uh, uh, that was the three years of infantry before I became a pilot. Then I was a pilot. I was a combat pilot uh, through 58s and Cobras up and patrolled the DMZ between wow. North and South Korea. Got shot at a lot. Mm. And then... Um, I went to test pilot, uh, became a test pilot, a maintenance officer test pilot. And so I test flew OH-58s, and then from OH-58s, I went to uh, CH-47s, CH-47D models. So I know how to take it apart, put it back together, go out and fly it, make sure it'll stay in the air. And um, uh, that's how I got uh, a very strong technical background. But uh, one thing that that keeps me into this is I've almost... uh, I've been in situations fighting for the United States where I've almost lost my life, and I've been, and I've lost men uh, that work for me, doing things that I did not always believe in, but I was willing to give my life for it. And now I can take that same passion that I learned in the United States military, especially with the Rangers, and I can direct that to something that you believe in. I believe in, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm so dedicated to getting this done because it saves people's lives. Right. And that's why I have that energy to get it done. You've worked all over. Uh, you've worked in several places around the world uh, and around the globe. You were in Puerto Rico helping uh, helping the situation there. Uh, you you maintained uh, your presence in Puerto Rico for quite some time, uh, being able to help that entire community, that entire island. Um, and you you made a lot of strides there. And, and again, you had a lot of help from the United States government. Uh, they were. They were there, and they showed up for you, and they helped you. So that says a lot about um, your connect, your relationships and how well you work uh, with the government here because it really is a big process, uh, and it takes a lot of people to um, make sure a lot of the, uh, make sure a lot of this stuff gets in the right place and in your hands. And done by the right and people. And done by the right people. 
Yes, and uh, people from, when I was in Puerto Rico, a delegation from Flint, Michigan came there. They, they had heard about it through social media. So people from Flint showed up to see the water generator operating. And uh, they stayed. They helped a bit. I gave them a tour of the machine, and I said, uh, I told them, I promise you, when the time comes, I will, I, I, I will come to Flint. And, and you did. And so you're here. I keep a promise. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Wow. You know, it's so crazy to me, Lisa, like you said. Um, we don't hear these stories of, you know, passion, purpose. We hear them every single day, but we hear a lot of tragedy and then people feeling as though they were left out. And that's not the case with you, Moses. Like you said, you come in, you're the conduit and the government works with you to move mountains very quickly. Very quickly. And that's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, like I said, when you went into Puerto Rico now, uh, coming in here and meeting with people, uh, you've been here a few days and you know, you already have a, a process and flow of what, of what you would what like next to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I, I'm, I'm that geek engineer. I'm the, yeah. that person. Um, maybe that the, the guy that, uh, that, uh, you might want to call when you're in a firefight, but yes. when it comes time to <laughs> sit down and do the fine negotiation, I, I make that connection between my state and this state and uh, the engineers and the people within the uh, for-profit side of the company that need to come in here and get this done. But I honestly think that uh, for people in the United States who understand what we're doing and how this technology works, and there's a great following behind it, uh, it it, it should be so easy just to donate enough to get as many machines in here as possible, as quickly as possible. Because right. you're talking one of these big machines making 1,200 gallons a day, 2,500 gallons a day of absolutely pure water, uh, exceeding World Health Organization standards. It seems a no-brainer. There's no, it doesn't have to Definitely. go through would, a purification system. That's it's right. already pure. How would you obtain the water? So they're sitting in the machines. How do we get access to the water? You know, the same way around Flint. I went to some place and I saw a, a little girl. Her name is Little Miss Flint. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mari. And she's handing out cases of water. Yeah. And people drive all the way to this one place to hand, get cases of water. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have if you have the two-gallon jugs that you need to, to put your water in, and you've got 20 of them at home, and you've got 20 of these machines around town... Just go to the machine, fill them up with water, put them in your car, and, and keep drive moving. Off. Yes. Yeah, it you seems a no-brainer, right? A it block does. away from your house. Just walk down the Pretty block, in- get four gallons, and go home. That's that's amazing. We see this happening. We can foresee it. We Absolutely. can see the vision. We can see it. And you, like you said, you you're connecting the dots, and then you're standing back and let the you know we the, did it. In let Puerto the brokers Rico. handle it. You did it in Puerto Rico. You've done it everywhere. I mean, you Dude. travel to hurricanes. You travel around Check the country. This out. Let's hear it. Well, what we did in Puerto Rico, uh, Tesla had a solar, a battery solar array, a battery and a solar array, and we had the hospital. We ordered the cable from the States. Mm-hmm. The cable came. We plugged it in to the battery, and then we plugged it into the machine. And so we're making water off of sunlight. Sunlight. And then we, we, had, the, um, we had FEMA. We called them up, and they brought two 53-foot trailers of the two-gallon containers. We made sure that everybody on the island had one. Wow. 
So I got my lawn chair and I sat back up underneath on the awning of the hospital. Mm -hmm. Explained to everybody what they needed to do. They came and got picked up the jugs, got water, went home, and then it just became a natural thing to do. A well-oiled machine. Wow. It was just a flow. Here you are. And then at night, I would actually just sit there to watch the machine work and fill up with water before it cut off on stored sunlight. I would sit there at night and watch it, and I would just... Just be amazed. Yeah. That's incredible. And to be a part of it, it must be pretty uh, life-changing to implement that. It was the first net zero. It was the first net zero building in history. Wow. Wow. The hospital's powered by sunlight, making water. And to hear his passion and to feel your energy and to see your eyes light up, no wonder all of these organizations, these high-end organizations, our United States government, are so quick to work with you and for you and through you because what you are doing is real. And you work with a lot of nonprofit yep. organizations, um, specifically Regular Hero. That's who you traveled into Fent, or Fenton, into Flint with. Tell us a little bit about that organization. Uh, Regular Heroes, they've pulled together, uh, they're pulling together a whole coalition of nonprofit organizations to, to get this done and get this out to people. And Open World Relief is another one. Okay. Uh, and, um, and, and several other different, or I can't remember all of them. Well, there's probably several that reach out to you and then do they just make arrangements for you to travel with them to, to meet with the community? Oh, no, I, uh, most of that I do on my own. And then, uh, when someone finds out that I'm going someplace or or, or where I'm going to be, they'll want to, uh, assist and help out. But what I'm going to do here in the, in the future, like 1,500 miles from now, when I get back to the state of Texas, I'm going to bury myself in engineering. I have, uh, I have things I need to do with the state and, and to advance this technology further and faster than it's ever been advanced before. So I don't want to completely disappear. But... It's a season for technology. Right, but it's time. But it's it's your time right now to make some strides and make make moves going forward. Yes. That's why we are so very lucky yes. to get you here because your community outreach box, you're about to check it, and then you're about to go into your research, put your research and research technology on hat on, which I can only imagine what's going to come out once you uh, once you come out this next phase. That's going to be incredible. And we will stay in touch with you because I foresee you coming back to the studio, coming back to the city. Coming back to the city. Is it, and, and, and that is it on your agenda to come back to Flint it is, and to... It is to, now. It is now. We're, it is now. we're forcing him. Yeah. Yes. Because like you said, I see what, they, what you have done in the city of Flint. I can see that. It seems like it should happen and you've seen what needs to be done here more more than anything like you said we're handing out bottles of water uh and we you know we're, we're consistently this community is consistently needing to to get donations sustainability about a, yes. bottles of water so you see the great need here you give me one block one of these blocks in flint where the entire block is down I could put a water production facility in that block. That would. Let's do it. 
Depending on how well, you know, us engineers sit in the room and calculate it out and how we do it, uh, I'd say 50 to 100,000 gallons. Wow. Let's do it. Yes. Yep. A day. Hmm. And, well, it, and, 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 it, and it's needed. It's needed. And I think we have an exclusive. We love these exclusives. Absolutely. It's what gets us the billions of listeners That's and, right. and viewers. But you know what, Moses? You're the real deal. And we knew that when I knew that when you were standing behind me in line and you were talking about sustainability and water and what you did in your history. And you did it with kindness and you were humble and you were in the city for the right reasons and you travel for the right reasons. And I think that's why you're so embraced. Oh, and uh, Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because like you said, we need your help. Yeah. The city yeah. of Flint needs your help. But this innovation across the board, it's going to save lives. Hurricanes, natural disasters, wars. You name it. You've seen it. Absolutely. You've lived it. You've survived it. So um, you are pretty incredible. Will you come back on? Most definitely. You'll stay in touch? <laughs> Most definitely. So heading back to Texas, getting your research hat back on, and then when do we see you kind of pop your head back out? When, when does that take flight? Uh, let's see. Probably uh, the second week of next month. I've, I've got some things to do. And yeah. But heading back to your home state of Texas, mm -hmm. and you work a lot with uh, Texas A&M as well. Yep, uh, that's uh, that's we start that uh, next we start that next month in just a few days. I've got some uh, a few things to do. I've got to uh, I've got some uh, uh, things to finish up with the military and. And just a few things. Just a few things a here and there. And save the world. No and big deal. Again, thank you so much for your service. And go Army. I have a, a father and a brother and uh, nephews and uncles, and they're all Army. Go Rangers. Uh, go Rangers. Go Rangers. <laughs> go Moses. Go Regular Hero. All those great organizations you work with. And Moses, how can people get a hold of you? Social media, probably the best way to yeah. reach out. Social media is probably the best way. And then um, I'll give you all... Uh, Company information when, Perfect. I, but when we're off air. And, and your social good. media, again, is? The Water Rescue Foundation. Oh, and that's what I always I always forget. Please donate to the Water Rescue Foundation water. because your donations, when, when you donate to the Water Rescue Foundation, when I get enough donations, then I build these machines and I give them away. I give them away to the community that needs them. Oh. Please, please donate. Please donate to the Water Rescue Foundation. The Water Rescue Foundation. Moses West. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. This, is, this has been Kaiba Health and Life.